0: know a lot about golf. Well, we're
1: waiting. We are Those Weekend Golf Guys. I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith. Timbergate Golf Course at the Golf Cave.
2: The number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana. What a Uh, great place to be in the wintertime is in the indoor studio at the Golf Caves. At yeah. Timbergate Golf you you've got
1: all that high tech equipment in there. You've got golf simulators in the bar slash restaurant next door to you. Yeah, it's like you don't you can. What do they say in uh, in Oklahoma? Walk to the privy in the rain and never wet your feet. You can do all kinds of golfing in the rain, like it is today, and still stay dry and warm and it-
2: toasty. You know, the best part is I had a couple of my my uh, Sagamore clients come down this morning, and they're just blown away. They're like, dude, we need this studio (laughs) in the Sagamore. That's
1: right. Yeah, I know. You know, come across with the bucks, buddy, and you can build whatever you want. That's how it works. It's really simple. (laughs) That's right. Oh, man. Okay, listen, there's a few things we're going to do. You know, we are into a political season, right? Yeah. As much as you hate to do it, it's going to be everywhere, and we will be no exception uh there was a an article I saw Golf dot com going to uh, do it just the the golf preferences of the major presidential candidates.
2: Who, do they play golf? Do who, we have presidential candidates that are actually golfers?
1: Some are, some aren't.
2: Really, and we some
1: I talk about which ones are not. We I can't think look for them if they're not golfers. I know. I mean, right? Come on it's just now, bad. It is bad form for all of us. <laughs> we will get into that a little bit. We're going to uh, be talking with. Um, Wayne Gibbs, who's the GM up there at Timbergate,
2: and also an avid golfer, and he's he's a, a more of an avid golfer than you and I combined. Really, this guy plays more golf for anybody that actually holds a job <laughs> of, or a title. Let's say it that way, right? Than anybody I've ever met.
1: <laughs> and okay, I saw this thing. Did you see? We we reposted it on Facebook at Facebook.com slash golf guys about uh. There's been research that shows that people who play golf once a month, minimum, live longer.
2: Well, if that's the case, Wayne Gibbs is going to live till he's 190 years old. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: with that, if, with that if, math. If, if we, they're we, healthier because they play golf. Yeah, we all should be immortal if that yeah. is indeed the case. So we're going right. to touch on that. We're going to touch on just golf in general, a little bit of uh, uh, presidential candidates and their preferences for playing golf. So you will know who to and who not to vote for. There you go. No matter what party you're in, we're we're going to badmouth everybody from any party who doesn't play golf. And we're going to do a lot more, too. Stick with us because we are those weekend golf guys, and we're coming right back. You know, the Super Bowl's over. You know what's coming next baseball season and you want to get up close and personal with some of the guys on your favorite team what you need to do is go to spring training now if you go out to the cactus league spring training in the phoenix area you're going to get 15 major league baseball teams 10 stadiums all within the greater phoenix area and a lot of other stuff to do you can go to the game you can get your autographs you can get up close and personal with the guys and then take the family i don't know go see the grand canyon go take your clubs and make sure you hit some of the golf courses around scott stale and phoenix great courses there but of course it's major league baseball time and you know a lot of us can't get to a major league baseball stadium spring training 10 stadiums 15 major league baseball teams it's less expensive it's much more intimate and phoenix is a lot of fun plan your spring training getaway right now go to visit arizona.com spring training that's VisitArizona.com slash spring training i want to talk to you about my wife She is a critical care nurse, works four 12-hour shifts a week at the hospital, her niece hurt and she's tried the icy hots and the Bengays of the world only to say yeah I got 20 minutes of relief that pain is right back again so I got this bottle of stuff in the mail this Omax Health it's called Cryo Freeze CBD they developed it at Omax Health it's a non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on specially formulated to block pain receptors reduce inflammation and improve muscle and joint flexibility all right so she rolled it on and went to work came back in the morning and you know what she said to me it works Omax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryptoFreeze pain relief roll-on, plus free shipping. Now, the discount also applies to anything, any product, site-wide on their website. Just go to OmaxHealth.com today. Enter the code WEEKEND and take advantage of this incredible savings. That is O-M-A-X-HEALTH.com. And enter the code WEEKEND. You'll get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. OmaxHealth.com. Okay. We are back. Thanks for hanging. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Wayne Gibbs, the general mangler up, oh, excuse me. I, I misread that. General manager up at the Timbergate golf course. You, you've <laughs> apparently seen my golf game. <laughs> <laughs> mangler would, uh, would fit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> Listen, anybody who's got their name on their golf bag, don't, don't be uh, telling me how badly you play now.
0: You know at one point I did have my name on there. I decided that it was a good move to take it off.
1: <laughs> so no one knew. Huh?
2: Exactly. He took a seam ripper and went, "Oh my god, my game's so bad. I got to get my name off of this." Well,
0: people started making the connection. They <laughs> see my name and hey, "Don't you work here or, you should be inside?" Uh-huh. Um, so I thought it was a good idea. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you you've got you got one heck of a golf course up there, man. Thank you. Thank you.
2: It's beautiful. I, you know, he's, he, he mentioned, shouldn't you be inside? He forgot to mention how they said, shouldn't you be inside? Mm. <laughs> like your game is in this shape. Shouldn't you yeah. go hide?
1: <laughs> shouldn't <you> be? In- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tell right. me what they meant. So I guess you're the exception to the rule. Cause the rule is once you get into the golf business, you stop playing golf. You know, I am the exception
0: and uh, by design. Okay. And, and not not just for myself, for the head pro, the assistant pro. I want them out there playing golf. Um, mainly because, exactly as you said, people who love golf get into the game of golf. What's the one thing that happens? They mm-hmm. don't get to play golf. Yeah. I I, I don't agree with that. Um, I think you should be out there playing. Exactly. I mean, it's something you love. It's why you got into business. Why not play? You expect it to be that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and everyone you speak to in the business, that's
1: that's kind of the way it happens. I would imagine, too, that I know I I appreciate running across the people that I run into in the clubhouse, running into them on the golf course. There's yeah. just something about it. it. It makes it more relatable,
2: I think. Try to do it, John, where you're not driving the golf cart anymore. You, you know, <laughs> you'll save a lot of problems that way. You think <laughs> so? Huh? Yeah. Haven't been sued in a couple of
1: years now, man. I'm doing good. <laughs> True. But no, like – when, when you go and you know, you, you pay money, you talk, you, you, especially if it's a, it's a course you're a member of or one that you go to on a regular basis, you develop some sort of relationship with most of the, uh, the, the pro, pro shop staff and things. And then when you see them out there and you go, wow, when I ask this guy for any kind of a recommendation from anything from balls to shoes to hats to clubs, if I see you playing, then suddenly you have more credibility with me. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer in that. Um and and
0: and I do, as as not a great golfer that I am, um, for lack of a better word, <laughs> I do have people who ask me, you know, what clubs you play? What ball do you at, what you know? They right. want to know that right. information because they see me out there. Yeah. So it's been a I, I think it's a necessity.
1: Yeah. And and you convince the guys that own the place of that. So, you know, wow. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the piece of work there yeah.
0: that, that's something that I should have uh, a plaque for exactly
1: <laughs> when the guys that sign the check go yeah you're right Wayne get yeah. out there more often
0: <laughs> um actually several years ago it was, it was a real short funny story is I had uh, my boss at the time uh, things have since changed but he related it to a hunting guide out west and he said you know these hunting guys that go out there they they, they basically hunt for a living You know, they Mm -hmm. take a group of guys out. They they hunt for whatever they're hunting for. So, you know, your job is similar to that. And my comment back was, I couldn't agree more.
2: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, could we get that in writing? Yes.
0: (laughs) Now
1: that you mention it. (laughs) Now that you mention it, you're exactly right. That's my job. Um, So, But it's been fun. Yeah. And one of the things about Timbergate, Fuzzy Zeller designed it. And he's like number one golfing person, favorite son in Indiana. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially Southern Indiana. Yeah. 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 And
0: we're we're probably, I don't know, Jeff, what, 40 miles of that maybe from his home course. Yeah. Um, Somewhere in that neighborhood. So um, right on long 65. So, you know, we kind of got the the connection that if you mm-hmm. traveled on sixty five you can hit all three courses the uh, designed by
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I can tell you the mile markers are at in case you had anybody watching <laughs> It's real familiar, are you? <laughs> oh, Yeah. Take exit seven, exit sixteen, and exit eighty. There you go. Oh, wow. you, <laughs> yeah. 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 you are good. Thanks very much. I've uh, I've made the trip on numerous occasions. Um yes. but it's it's it is kind of a links course. Yeah. and, and Without the ocean right there and without the weather changing drastically, is it really Lynx golf or is, do you still recall it like Lynx style?
0: It's not the traditional Lynx style course. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, there is no ocean. Right. There's no yeah. ocean. You, not in Indiana you, you, anyhow. Yeah. You, you yeah. stop at the turn. Um, so those <laughs> yeah. two items in their self, are, right. Are not a traditional Lynx, but as Lynx as Indiana can be, mm-hmm. uh, a yeah. central Indiana can be. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Basically so meaning there's course. not a whole lot of trees. Not a lot of trees, thankfully. But a whole lot of heather. I think we have possibly three trees that are uh, (laughs) playable, maybe four, and I have found...
2: All of them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) One time or another. Of course.
2: He just wanted to learn how to hit a punch cut (laughs) because he had to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He finds the ones over there on 14 to be especially familiar. Yes. Four
1: trees on the whole course, and I've been behind each one of them on this round. (laughs) And there's
2: there's a couple on 15 that that present an interesting problem. Cart path weaving around a couple of hills and a handful of trees. And next thing you know, let's figure out a new shot here. It's <laughs> one that we don't see very often, <laughs> I've
0: seen them all, yeah, yeah, I'm happy when I'm just actually on the golf course with my ball <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's been my latest
1: so you know a lot a lot of people would think that I can't be in the golf business, I can't be around a golf course, I can't get a job at a golf course because i don't, I'm just not good enough at golf to do that. I'm not saying me personally. Um, I'm saying that's an attitude a lot of people have. Yeah. But you're not the first GM that I have run into that has um, uh, downplayed his abilities on the course. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. Um I was always told to uh underpromise and overdeliver. Mm-hmm
1: and not the latter. so <laughs> um, There's a little bit of that going on, but not a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily sandbagging,
2: but... No, no. No, we don't sandbag. He just knows who he plays with, and so he decides, okay, what's the bet going to be today, boys? He, <laughs> he figures you, that out with the competition. You, there's no betting in golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You're one of those guys that plays just good enough. Just
0: good enough. Um, I occasionally play with my head pro Kyle Dell or my assistant uh, Kobe uh, Freshwater, mm-hmm. and my goal is to basically beat them. <laughs> and, and it's happened one time on each of them, so um, I'm, I'm there you go. clinging on to that.
1: You ever played with Jeff I
2: Wayne? Something that was very handy uh, last year, so he could make that happen. It's that old wedge to the ankle trick about the fourth hole. <laughs> and you repeat that about the 12th hole, and then you're good. With yeah. the wedge to the ankle and then the uh, the pencil
1: with the eraser, you got to cover Yes,
0: and then we I ordered the pencil, so we've got
1: really good. <laughs> you know, as a golfer, there's one thing you kind of get this little. This little, just a giggle when you sit into a golf cart at a golf course for the first time and notice that their pencils have erasers on them. You know, know, I never understood the
0: pencils without erasers. (laughs) And to this day, if I go to another golf course and they don't have erasers, I'm a little upset. Golfers don't make mistakes.
1: Wait a minute. I can't alter things when I need to.
0: is this place? Yeah, I I have a a drop
1: scorecard as well in my bag, so. (laughs) (laughs) Trusty backup. Yeah, Yeah. indeed. (laughs) Yes, I have one bronzed. I keep with me at all times if
2: necessary. (laughs) Have you ever got to play with Jeff, Wayne? Well, I I think only maybe one or two times. One time. We played last year. We had a guy that came to the golf course last year that was doing 100 holes in 100 days. Yeah, we had him on. Yeah, Yeah. courses. Yeah, 100 courses in 100 days all over the country. And then, John, we actually had him on the radio show. We did yeah 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 and that was the day that wayne and i got to play golf together because that's really the second time i played here yeah.
0: I think, <laughs> yeah. just about jeff's uh jeff's the guy we talked about earlier who uh doesn't play uh on a regular basis but when right. he plays he binge plays oh yeah and it's usually somewhere really
1: warm uh and really nice yeah so and i'll go to hilton yeah. head or florida or someplace and play yeah. you know you know 72 holes in one day
2: there aren't very many days where I get to play, you know, when I'm in the state of Indiana, it's time to make hay. And uh, so then all of a sudden there's this binge that I go on when, you know, spring break with Drew or, you know, in just recently went down to Florida early January with him and had a break from college. And all of a sudden it was uh that fun time in West Palm and South Florida and all that. But, you were irritated with me about john remember mm-hmm. all that oh
1: yeah, yeah i sure do i still am but that's okay <laughs> i'm we can just keep that pointing out the
2: fact <laughs> we actually did have room for a third
1: <laughs> yeah yeah which we didn't realize until way too late to ask you john listen we're going to talk a little bit about politics when we come right back what presidential candidates are good for playing golf we'll find out hang with us we are those weekend golf guys of course we have a facebook page facebook.com slash golf guys we would love it if you were to go there and like us facebook.com slash golf guys It seems to be happening so much more often now when I play golf, but I'll get done with 18 holes and I'll come home and, you know, sit down, relax a little bit. And suddenly I get up and the knees hurt and it lasts for a couple of days now. So Omax Health, one of our sponsors, has been telling me to use this CryoFreeze CBD roll-on that they've developed for pain. So I said, well, I've got some, I might as well. What the heck, huh? It's triple action pain relief roll-on, specifically formulated to block pain receptors to reduce inflammation and improve muscle and joint flexibility, which is exactly what I needed. It's a 100% natural, CBD-powered remedy. It works its magic within 10 minutes of application. That's what it said on the label, and that's actually what happened. And it lasts for about eight hours at a time. It's called CryoFreeze. Go to OmaxHealth.com and enter the code WEEKEND. That is O-M-A-X-Health.com. Enter the code WEEKEND and you'll get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. The bad news is my Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. The good news is he traded him to the Los Angeles Dodgers. So when I go to Phoenix, I'll be able to get up close and personal, maybe even get a Mookie Betts autograph. Uh, you know, he may not be a Red Sox anymore, but that's okay. The Dodgers do their spring training in the Phoenix area. In fact, 15 major league baseball teams do their spring training in the Phoenix area. There are 10 stadiums. They're all within like a 50 mile radius of uh, Phoenix. Great golf courses too. So I can kill two birds with one stone. Bring the sticks, play some great golf, watch some great baseball, bring the kids, go see the Grand Canyon, the Painter Desert, bring the wife, go out, see some concerts. Uh, have some fun nightlife with the local breweries around there goldwater brewing company you ever been there Mm-hmm. then you know check it out for me please visit arizona.com slash spring training that is visit arizona.com which is a good idea in and of itself visit arizona.com spring training visit arizona.com spring training Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. By the way, congrats. Jeff! not just number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana, according to Golf Digest, but Teacher of the Year in Indiana, according to your peers. So congratulations on that one, my man. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. It's it's nice to have
2: to have somebody say you did something nice outside of your students. That's right. And one of those peers I don't we're... Hear it much at home, so it's kinda cool to see here at <laughs> You too. Huh? I know it, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, so what? Wayne Gibbs, general manager of Timberlake Golf Course, is also with us here. And uh Timberlake? Gonna... Really? Timbergate. Come Timbergate. That's what I said. That's you a, knew that's
0: that. A, that's a common uh uh, occurrence there people say that a lot I don't yeah i want justin
1: timberlake to come by the place <laughs> <laughs> he is an avid golfer man he, he is. is he would do it speaking of avid golfers we have one already in the white house yeah uh, we've had many of them from dwight eisenhower um, both of the bushes played we we've had one of your uh teacher friends who taught um President Clinton. Yeah, sure did. Friend of the show. Yeah, Barack Obama was a big golfer. Probably none of them as avid or as good as Donald Trump, and none of them other than Donald Trump owned golf courses.
2: I played a couple of his golf
1: courses. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, they're doing the the 2022 PGA Championship at Trump National in Jersey, aren't they? Yes. Let's look at the folks that are running for president right now. Let's take uh, Bernie Sanders. He's a track star Mm -hmm. in high school in Brooklyn. He won a lot. He played uh, tennis in his 30s. He brought minor league baseball to Vermont when he was the governor there, but uh, there is no evidence whatsoever that he played yeah. golf
2: ever. It's hard to picture. Mm-hmm. I think the only time I've ever seen him, you know, at an advanced age and you just don't picture those people being athletes.
1: No, you don't do you. No, he's like 77 or something. He's I, I don't see him golfing at all. I, no. He
0: just doesn't I don't know that there's a you know, a universal look for a golfer but he doesn't have it.
1: Oh, but this is true. It's really difficult though when you grow up in like, you know, Flatbush, where he grew up. Not a whole lot of golf courses in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Probably yeah. not. Um, I think I would love to play with him though a lot. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: if it, really, he would take half of your strokes. You yeah. yeah, that's right. I think
2: that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Wayne, you had a you only had a forty today. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Nice Where'd the other forty strokes go? We gave to that other guy over there. Yeah. It. I shot a
1: twenty, you shot a sixty. So yeah. there you go. All right. Uh how about Joe Biden? Joe Biden was, of course, vice president to Barack Obama. He does play golf. He says
2: he's a single digit handicap.
1: Mm. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to play a lot of golf for that, and I just don't see him on the on the campaign trail talking about that very much, and and nobody seems to mention that. Yeah, so. but he
1: also said he played football at Delaware, which he didn't, as far as that goes. But well, uh, did
2: he play football somewhere in the state of Delaware in like high school or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: mean, that did, could be. That could was be. Was he Mads. a single handicap in you know, mm. 1970? You know, that could be that, that one time yeah. he played in 1970. Um, <laughs> anyhow, golf world has, has uh, labeled him as a legitimate hacker with delusions of grandeur. Okay. But now, now comes a guy who could probably give the president to run for his money, uh, in, in many fields, including on the golf course. It's Michael Bloomberg. He plays. He plays. He plays a lot. Does he? He really? has also joined golf clubs. All up and down the East Coast, and even a couple over in um, in the Caribbean, I think Bermuda. Hmm. The thing of it was, though, that he didn't start playing golf until he was 58 years old. One of those guys, Jeff, that you would love. He played golf one time, and then after that, man, he goes out and he signs up You know, the best instructors, takes lessons, buys the best clubs. The basic guy, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Well, he hasn't found me yet, so
0: apparently he's not as good as he could be. (laughs) I'd I'd like to see him for his club order as well. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, send him our way.
1: (laughs) The thing they say about Bloomberg is he doesn't understand flyover country, which, my friends, we are all in at the moment. So there you go. We're definitely there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but they say he didn't start playing until 2000. Uh, He got obsessed. He was hiring professionals to help him with his swing. He brought a swing simulator, measured his swing speed which is swing speed, they say, is somewhere around 60, <laughs> but he's working on it. I hope they're not talking about his driver. They so said, President Trump, the one quote he made about Bloomberg with golf is he said, if he had more time to play, he'd be a terror. <laughs>
2: really? Yeah. If he had more time to play.
1: Yeah. Well, I I play a lot in-
0: I think my game could probably be described as terror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> terror. Just that's the first part of terror. Bull so, for me. So, so I
0: guess it depends on what type of terror.
1: Oh no! Well, let's talk about Elizabeth Warren. What do you say? You think she does or doesn't? I'd say no. Uh huh. I'm, I'm going to vote no. Yeah. In fact, nobody knows if she plays any sports. She went to college on a debate team scholarship, and mm. I don't. I don't think debating is
2: a sport. No, no, archery. Well, apparently not. We don't see that when we watch them. So,
1: <laughs> okay, moving on. Pete Buttigieg, he's up from just from up the road from you all. You know, yeah, I'm going to say yes on him. I'll, yeah. Well, but he does. They don't know. You don't know. He did try no. to sell a uh, city-owned golf course in South Bend to developers, but he got too much pressure to do that, so he dropped the whole idea. You know, he just looks. Again, I don't know if there's a standard look for a
0: golfer, but he does look like a golfer. He, he does right? look
1: like one. He, he says, there's a quote from him about golf. He says, during golf outings, I usually hang out near the putting green so as to avoid injuries or arrests. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> John, that's good
2: advice. I, like that.
0: <laughs> I, I know
1: several of those guys. <laughs> and then, Amy Klobuchar. A very small paragraph, played golf one time, killed uh. a duck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> killed there's a duck. That's <laughs> a resume builder. You know what? I bet you there's a lot of people been hunting for a long time who have not done that.
1: Yeah. I've not even done that one. <laughs> and then there's uh, Tom Steyer, the billionaire, uh-huh. which everybody said, well, he's a billionaire. And that's what he says. He says, people think what I do is presumably play a lot of golf. Well, I don't play
2: golf. It's a period. time. Yeah. I don't know. Makes more money, I guess. I'm not sure if I can vote for these people who have, uh, who don't play golf. I know. They just don't see things the right way. And then there's Tulsi Gabbard. She surfs. I, That's what it says. I don't know, but I'll bet you she's a marksman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's, I'll bet she's pretty darn accurate if she plays
1: and she can land a very big plane on a very small space, but she's a surfer. You know, she's from Hawaii with Samoan background. So Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang was the probably the most prolific golfer on the whole list, but he dropped out. He doesn't okay. count.
0: And I, uh, for the record, I was going to say yes on him. Again, he looks like a
1: golfer. Well, well yeah, and that's it, it, and that's really funny. You, you look at people and you say, "Yeah, he looks like a golfer." What? What exactly is it? Can you put your finger on anything that makes someone look like a golfer?
2: No, I wish I could, no, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I, I, there's yeah. just too many people play, and they they all look different to me. But sometimes it's just how you carry yourself. Yeah. yeah.
1: Jeff and I had a discussion a couple of weeks ago about, you know, you're walking through the the grocery store and you see the guy who's out there shopping with his wife. Which means basically he's just walking while his wife shops. Yeah. And in those those downtime moments, he'll just sit there. You see him maybe just imitate his golf swing or maybe a putting stroke or something. And you go, yeah, you know where this dude would rather be. Right. Yeah. You know, just
2: sitting there on the bench with his head hung down, but he puts his hands together in the form of a golf grip. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You know exactly. where he'd rather
2: be. <laughs> I think a lot of times it's the clothing. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, when, when I'm out and about and you see someone with a, a golf shirt on, or you don't even have to have the logo on there.
2: But you see yeah. a golf shirt
0: or, and you think, mm-hmm. um, or a certain type of shorts. I that's guess. true. A golfer.
2: Yeah. Right. You can kind of tell, <laughs> right. There's certain kind of clothing that people will wear, you know, whether it be the golf polo, but sometimes it's even a, a brand, a golf brand. For example, if you see somebody that's got a foot joy in the back of the, the, the back of the neck, they're not messing around. They didn't just go get that thing at Walmart. No, no, they didn't. You can see certain things. Yeah. Also, you
1: you have a natural affinity. I know. Year and a half ago, when I was going through cardiac rehab, mm-hmm. I uh, I wore a shirt from um, Chariot Run, and nice yeah. one of, one of these guys next to me went, "Wow, I've never played there. How is it?" And that was the first conversation. I had still to this day don't know the guy's name, but we had a, a probably a forty five minute conversation while supposedly exercising on uh, on golf playing golf. Where do you play? Who do you play with? I mean, we're
2: just talking everything. You Best know, buddies. sometimes I catch people and I can tell that they play golf just by their tan. <laughs> you know, when I see <laughs> like uh, where their it right stops, right hand is dark <laughs> and their left hand is white. I know. <laughs> yeah, probably, yep. when, the, when they got the V going down the neck and then they turn sideways and all of a sudden they expose a little bit of stuff that's not, I'm like, okay, this guy's wearing a golf shirt the whole time. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I, yep. uh, Catch myself in the summer driving with my hand out the window on the way home. Uh huh. So I just, can get a little color to that hand.
1: Just even them out. Just try to even them out. To, to to even <laughs> them out. Uh, like people
0: passing by me think I've lost my mind. But <laughs> He just you know. does it in the rain, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah all <laughs> just <long>. happen.
2: <laughs> Trying for anything. Uh-huh. There's a toaster oven in the back that he's been known to put his hand in. Yeah. See if he could get that thing browned, <laughs> up a to even bit. it out.
0: you know, it really is a big contrast. when You play a lot of golf. There is, an yeah, it, and absolutely.
1: it stays even during the off season too.
0: You know, I noticed out and about. Uh, of course, my wife gives me a hard time that I don't have any clothing other than golf clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, my argument is, why do I need? <laughs> that's right. Else? But um, in case you were to go somewhere else, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I, if I do, is fortunately. Not Um, But I get a lot of people because of my, what I'm wearing, you know, they see a golfer, they come over and they want to talk about golf. Yeah. They want to talk about, Hey, where do you golf at? Or what do you do? Exactly. um, So I've met just a lot of people. And then once they find out that I am a GM of a golf course, then they become really friendly. Oh yeah, Definitely invites me out for a
1: conf round someday. Exactly. (laughs) uh, I've met a lot of people that way. (laughs) That's it. Boy, you got a lot of friends, Wayne. A lot of friends. We've gotten a lot that way. (laughs) All right. So to recap, we have three billionaires running for president at the moment. Our current president, Donald Trump. And we've got... um, Yang? No, Yang's Mm -hmm. gone. um, Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg. That is it. And... um, and Tom Steyer. Tom he, is not a golfer. He is not. So we have so two out of three. Doubt. Two out of three of the billionaires running for president play golf, and they have strangely enough played golf together. And strangely really? enough, they've all played golf together as a threesome. Or just well, no, different? not all of them. The uh, the two that do play golf have played together. Because I mean, they're they're like they're from the same place, man. Sure. You sure, know, they're yeah. both New York City billionaires. You know, I I would imagine that's a small group. It is a very small group. And, you know, something
2: tells me they probably won't be playing golf together anymore. Anymore.
1: No, sir. Not for a while. (laughs) Not for a while, at least. But it's not bad enough being obnoxious about just being from New York. But a New York billionaire is even worse. So there you go. (laughs) we're going to come right back. Want you to hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. It seems to be happening so much more often now when I play golf, but I'll get done with 18 holes. And I'll come home and, you know, sit down, relax a little bit. And suddenly I get up and the knees hurt. And it lasts for a couple of days now. So, Omax Health, one of our sponsors, has been telling me to use this CryoFreeze CBD roll-on that they've developed for pain. So I said, well, I've got some. I might as well. What the heck, huh? It's triple action pain relief roll-on, specifically formulated to block pain receptors to reduce inflammation and improve muscle and joint flexibility, which is exactly what I needed. It's 100% natural, CBD-powered remedy. It works its magic within 10 minutes of application. That's what it said on the label, and that's actually what happened and it lasts for about eight hours at a time. It's called CryoFreeze. Go to omaxhealth.com and enter the code WEEKEND. That is o-m-a-x-health.com. Enter the code WEEKEND and you will get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golfguys. And we are back. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Wayne Gibbs with us, general manager at Timbergate Golf Course, a golf club. Which is it officially and doesn't really matter? Golf course. Okay.
0: And I don't know that it doesn't matter. I think golf club probably would denote that it's a private
1: club. Oh, yeah. In my mind. Yeah. yeah sometimes you'd... they think that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah in yeah. my mind. So golf course. Golf course. Man, Indiana, first off, Indiana is just golf mecca. I know a lot yeah. of people say South Carolina you know North Carolina, Florida, those places, but Indiana—you've got some of the best courses in the world, or at least yeah. in the country.
0: There really is a lot of. I mean, it stretches from Fort Wayne, you know, all the way down to Fuzzy's courses or, yeah. or right. Victoria National, yeah. I mean, all the way down southern part of the state. So yeah. you go out to um, Evansville, yeah.
1: even the, the stuff at French Lick.
0: Yeah. yeah, oh, absolutely. Down French Lick. I mean, there, there's a lot. It's yeah. underrated, I think, as a as a golf
2: state. Yeah, it very much is. Very much is, and that's just you one know. I talked the- to some of the college coaches. Uh huh. And they are amazed at how many players come out of the state of Indiana that play college golf.
1: Really? just because Indiana, there.
2: John, is ranked ninth in producing college players out oh. of the whole country. Very you cool. You believe that? Indiana. I do believe that. Number nine.
1: I do believe that because, again, you know, everybody looks at Indiana and says it's a basketball state. But then since Coach Knight left, what, 19 years ago, they haven't won a game. So maybe now we're moving from basketball into. Uh, oh, don't remind me. Oh, did I did I step on Oh, Jeff, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. man.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I'm sorry. You know, you know,
0: that, that's an impressive stat, really. If you think that Indiana has what? Well, what if we're lucky? We get eight months of nice mm-hmm. weather, yeah. maybe seven. So, right, um, exactly. Yeah.
1: a lot more full time golf weather in a lot more than um, nine, eight other states. So yeah. that is very impressive that uh, so much is accomplished in a short period of time. Uh, I I think not coming to Indiana to play golf is probably one of the more stupid things that a golfer could do. Agreed. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have come up with more stupid things that golfers do. You're one of them. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. You <He'll> don't come. <laughs> you know, here's something. You know, we've been talking about this kind of theme for a little while in the mm-hmm. show. Here's one that that I, I got to tell you, one of the things that I think that people are really the dumb things golfers do is they don't accept the fact that instruction, good instruction, can actually make them happier. They don't accept that. They, no. they get all egoed about it and they go, like, well, what's that guy going to tell me? Well, maybe that guy's going to tell him something that controls the ball flight and make him happy. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. Being able to control the flight, hit it farther, hit it squarely and you can start doing that all over the golf course, you are doing something that's really good. And people don't take instruction. A lot of the reason is because their ego won't let them. Well, there's a lot of and people. Some of them is the, just they're too cheap. A lot, they well, that, that's true. And, there know, a lot well, of people. There's all this help out on YouTube and the golf channel and mm-hmm. every magazine under the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, but yet these, but these people still have not really got where they want to in their own golf game. They haven't figured it all out that somebody is out there that it can actually help them. One of the worst things that golfers do is that they just refuse to go seek out the right kind of help.
1: Yeah, or they think that the wrong kind of help is sufficient, even though it's probably never helped them in their life. I, I
0: can't tell you how many times I've seen the guy get instruction from his 30 handicap playing partner.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and, you know, it's usually something like keep your head down.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. which, keep
0: your left which, arm which, straight, buddy. Yeah, which Jeff can uh, we, Jeff spend another couple hours on keeping your head down. Yeah, Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, they, t-
0: they, they will tend to really take the hard advice from their playing partner,
1: yeah. which, like I said, a 30 handicap
0: or something, and not get a professional.
1: I was in a in a group at a scramble once and, and there was a guy I had didn't know from Adam in the group and I hit the ball one of my power fades. He he looked at he looked at me and said, You know what you're doing wrong? And I looked at him and I said, No and I don't think you do either. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Needless to say, we didn't become close friends after that round. No, no, that was,
0: that was a round killer there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: certainly was, but no. Uh, and again, my ego. Another stupid thing. Let me point out a stupid thing that happened to me just last week while I was playing golf with a longtime playing partner, my brother in law. We have done the formula, Jeff. The how far do you hit your eight iron, multiply it by
2: 36, take the total and figure out which tees you should be playing from? For everybody else in the country, it's how far do you hit your five iron. But I gave it to you, John, for how (laughs) far do you hit your eight iron, because I know it would really help.
1: (laughs) Appreciate it.
2: And and, uh, bottom line is we got to the silver
1: tees. You know, we're also old, so we should be. But we're at a course, there was between the, the whites and the silvers, there probably was 80 yards difference. He just would not go to this. He said, no, it made it made it the, the whole hole, which was just a straight, basically a straight par four. The only hazard was that the fairway ran from left to right, very much elevated on the left hand side of the fairway, ran down to the woods on the right, which meant if your ball wasn't somewhere in the left rough to begin with, you're going to roll all the way into the right rough no matter where you hit your drive. But he would not play from the Silvers. He said, no. They're too close. Pride. And I said, man, it's 310 yards. You, know, <laughs> you, you hit a 200 to 210 yard drive most of the time. Yeah. You, what, you, what are you the, doing? Sooner <laughs> and, or
0: later, you have
1: to admit it. Yeah. He just would not do it. It's, it, it's just too close. Yeah. No, and I understand not. that.
0: I do. It's it's a, it's a a kind of a knock to your manhood or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I've got a member who uh, – Swears he will not move up one more tea bed ever. Well, he actually, he's saving it, he says, because hmm. hmm. it's the last move he can make. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I understand that one. He's, that- he's also the guy that sits at the bar and says that and bemoans the fact and yet never comes to see me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, there is so much, so,
1: so many ways you can fix what's ailing you simply by going to a Jeff and saying, hey, What's up? What do I do? What am am I doing? Because those guys know what you are doing wrong. Jeff can watch you swing once and tell you what you're doing wrong. It actually angers me that he can
0: do that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, He's actually taken a look at my swing a few times and he he even decided to help me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But, you know, some of the advice he he gave me was actually, it surprised me um, because it was that simple. Yeah. I think a lot of times people are, are expecting this complete overhaul if they go get a lesson. You know, he's right. going to look at my game and say, Oh, you need to, everything changes.
1: It's not, not at all accurate. Yeah. That's one of the conversations Jeff and I have had is a lot of us are loathe to go to a person like Jeff because that's well, the same reason why we want to lose weight before we join a gym because. <laughs> We're going to be embarrassed by the state we are in at the moment when we first go because we are afraid that we have done everything so wrong for so long. It's going to be a whole new thing. And he's just going to look at us and shake his head and go, boy, this is going to be a project. But it's not that way. But that's how we feel a lot of times. Good analogy. My
0: wife will not get a house or someone to help out with some house uh, cleaning because she said she would have to clean
2: the house before they got there. Oh, I've heard this story, too. (laughs) Exactly. yeah same because thing. because it's a it's an affront to their to their womanhood to sure. have someone some other woman come into the house right and make it better yes and it's just and there's, even there's, the same mentality though even
1: though they have the no time exactly they have no time to do the cleaning and you're not going to help just for general principles so <laughs> I found the solution
2: to these problems and that uh, would be sir and move (laughs) every time you have to clean move just move right so that way you get a clean house Uh you can start there uh Uh, you can start by going someplace brand new where no one knows who you are go to the gym there right and then start to lose your weight and then by the time you actually meet people you'll be slimmer
1: Mm -hmm. you'll have a clean house and a great golf game
2: Right, you'll have you'll have Brent. You, you'll go to the golf pro. Nobody knows who you are. You'll take some lessons. You get better. You go to the physical guy. You get better. Knows, nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're you're be- you're a better version of yourself, and you got to clean house. You know, wow.
1: even just taking a lesson one time. The time that uh, Intrepid producer Mark and I came up to Timbergate, and each of us, you worked with us for like twenty minutes. Right last week when I started playing golf. I didn't get it. It was really, really cold. It was terribly cold. We got there just prior to the tee time because the tee time was early and it was really, really cold. So I wasn't warm at all. Didn't even warm up. Didn't get out, hit a bucket or anything like that. Took a couple of putts on the putting green and then had to go right to the tee. My first drive pulled to the left. My first iron shot pulled to the left. But because I was with you for that 20 minutes... I knew why it was being pulled to the left. I knew what it was I was doing wrong and worked on not doing that one thing. And for the last 16 holes, I hit almost everything very straight. And if I could just learn how to aim it, I would have hit it exactly where I needed to.
2: Funny thing is, is you had the success and I didn't get paid. Hey, oh,
1: teacher of the year, buddy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't think I didn't have anything to do with that?
2: that, (laughs) You got to work for free.
1: (laughs) Okay. I want you to go back, open up that contract, and read paragraph four much more closely. Okay, Jeff. All right.
2: (laughs) The one that says, is that that the one where we do the radio show for free, too? That's the 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 one that says
1: that no matter what happens, you don't make diddly. Okay. (laughs) I'd
0: like to change the subject on free lessons if you (laughs) could.
1: Yeah, oh, I don't feel don't the least bit guilty. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> That's, when you have a talent, man, you must share it with the world. That's,
2: it's a lost talent if you don't share it. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> don't get greedy, us, ha- man. Don't get greedy. What has to happen in the in the future? The the people who who can help golfers, they need to find the way to share that with the people who want to do it in the future. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a way. And it's not just standing up making videos because that's part of it. Right. Right. but There's got to be some sort of thing because there are those of us who spend a long time and money learning what works, what doesn't, why it does, why it doesn't. Yeah. And that needs to be handed down so that the teachers of the future can also be great at what they're doing a little sooner. You,
1: you, you guys in, in the, uh, the, the school of thought in which you orbit, um, have really made teaching golf so much easier or learning golf so much easier. Also the, the, the teaching, I don't know if the teaching is easier or not, but the learning certainly is easier. And, um, you gotta, you gotta keep improving that and keep bringing, uh, new guys into the fold, man. Cause, cause you will, uh, you'll find, I think all of you guys, both of you guys would profit. In the long run, at least, by more people learning how to play golf more quickly and more easily and more effectively by learning the way Jeff teaches, uh, they will then become more avid golfers and bring other people into the fold. Because, man, it's getting to the point now where I, I play with some people that I've played with a lot over the years, and I'm playing much better than they are. Um, I'm playing much better than I always any. I'm playing much better than I always had when I played with them. I'm playing much better than they still play, and I'm going, man, take a couple bucks in a couple hours and go see Jeff. you gotta go, man,
0: yeah i you know some of the people I play with it just they cringe, yeah and think, go get a lesson, yeah, exactly it's a simple fix it's a lot simpler than what you may think mm mm-hmm. um, if you just would make that you know it's like losing weight or whatever you got to make that first step, you gotta get in there, yeah. and once you get in there you you'll find out it's not.
1: A complete overhaul. It's a simple fix. Very simple fix. And the thing of it is, is once you start getting a little bit better, it gets addictive. You want to get even more better over and over. That's the stage
0: that I love. I love seeing people get
1: that addiction. Yes. Um, That's awesome. Yes. Because, hey, how can I... How can I uh, save money by playing four times a week? Wayne, you got anything for me? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah sure do. Yeah, I buy a membership to Timbergate. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Boom. Exactly. And, and you, you solved s- it.
0: Definitely cuts that per <clears throat> round number down.
1: Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to be back with, uh, with Wayne and Jeff and myself and you, too, in just a little bit. So stick with us. We're all those Weekend Golf Guys. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. The bad news is my Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. The good news is he traded him to the Los Angeles Dodgers. So when I go to Phoenix, I'll be able to get up close and personal, maybe even get a Mookie Betts autograph. Uh, you know, he may not be a Red Sox anymore, but that's okay. The Dodgers do their spring training in the Phoenix area. In fact, 15 Major League Baseball teams do their spring training in the Phoenix area. There are 10 stadiums. They're all within like a 50 mile radius of uh, Phoenix. Great golf courses too, so I can kill two birds with one stone. Bring the sticks, play some great golf, watch some great baseball. Bring the kids, go see the Grand Canyon, the Painter Desert. Bring the wife, go out see some concerts. Uh, have some fun nightlife with the local breweries around there. Gold water brewing company you ever been there mm-hmm. then you know check it out for me please visit arizona.com slash spring training that is visit arizona.com which is a good idea in and of itself visit arizona.com slash spring training visit arizona.com slash spring training We are back sometime together here. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Wayne Gibbs, General Manager, at Timbergate Golf Course, is also with us. And uh, he's got an office right next to Jeff's. Let Maybe. me say this. My office is kind of beside the wonderful
0: golf studio here. Yeah. The golf Cave. What do you call it now? <laughs> golf golf cave, cave, yeah.
1: Constantly bang, bang, <laughs> bang
0: <laughs> behind me.
1: <laughs> oh, Wayne, there's one thing I, I want to alert you to. Uh, I don't know if Jeff's mentioned it to you or not, but uh, we're going to come up there, all of us. From the show, and we're going to do a little uh, one-day seminar on how to use golf for business. Awesome. And then Jeff is going to do a little afternoon session on how to play golf without making a fool of yourself, even if you've never picked up a golf club before in your life. Oh, that's awesome. There's there's a huge
0: benefit in business, and you see it everywhere. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's, There's more business dealings done on a golf course than anywhere.
1: That's it. And the, the best um, thing is, I don't know if you've ever sold anything f- for a living, but when you call people and they say, yes. oh, salesman on line one, they put up their resistance, right? Yes. You, you call somebody and they go, oh, uh, someone's asking you to come play golf. There's a golf invitation on line one. They're going to pick up the phone.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Actually, how I got into this business, really, uh, I was in sales at one time, you know, had to do the golf outing thing uh, right. quite regularly, um, was invited to some really nice courses, played Mirfield. Whoa! And didn't know what I was doing. I think I shot a hundred something. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Head embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, I had a great time, but yeah. kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, so uh,
2: that's kind of what gave me the bug in golf. You know, the interesting part about that, we get a lot of clients here at Timbergate that come down from Indianapolis in the and the Greenwood area, just south of Indianapolis, and a lot oh. of them are business people. You know, this is going to be a good event when we when we do this because we're going to get people from Franklin and from Shelbyville and from Columbus and from. Indianapolis and Greenwood, and they're all going to make it here. And they're going to realize why we're here, what they're going to be able to do it as a result of this. They're going to be able to learn how to, how to get the right connections. Mm-hmm. And this is such a centrally located area to those towns that I just mentioned. It's not far away. They're going to bring them here. Yeah. Exactly. And they're going to find out why this is such a good spot for them.
1: Everybody will show up. It'll be a great time. You will make more money. You'll make more friends. You'll make more sales. We don't know the exact date yet, but uh, I'm going to throw this out to businessgolfcourse.com. That's where you want to go to check that out, or you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys or our website, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Check us out every week right here, and immediately upon the show being over here, you can check it out on our website, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. So, Whether you're going to go talk to Wayne, ask him to go play golf with you, go take a lesson from Jeff, go buy some clubs, whatever you're going to do is just go play some golf. The bonus content for this week comes from back this time two years ago. Jeff is going to explain exactly how to improve your chipping quickly. Listen close. And we came back, hope you did too, or at least hung, hung out with us. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. John Ashton here in studio. Jeff Smith over there at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. Creek. Develop, developing all of us. Uh, it's it's early in the season, and boy, some of us really need this, uh, maybe just a refresher course for some, a uh, first time for others. Little things. Uh, hope you you caught the last segment on, on the putting. Now we're going to talk about chipping because that seems to be the uh, – the Achilles' heel for most amateurs, would you agree?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people out there, John. You used to be this way, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, who really suffered right next to the green, you know? Uh, and here's there's a couple reasons, you know. First, there's not a lot of people who like practicing chipping because it appears to be one of the easier shots in the game. Yeah, nah, it's not that far away. Come on, how hard can this shot be? You know, I want to go practice my driver. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need any of those shots to get me closer to the hole. Pfft, who needs that? Right. So that's the mentality that they have. And then when they do kind of, you know, they're they're mar- they're messing around a little bit before they're round of golf and they go, OK, yeah, I guess I'll hit a few pots. I guess I'll hit a few chips. And I always see it every day out here. You know, Auto Creek being a public golf course. Um, you know, I see it every day. A bunch of amateurs coming in. I see this shot all the time, and this is where people just butcher their game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They, 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 uh, they'll put their feet together. They'll put their ball outside the right foot, somewhere near the right shoulder. Uh, they'll jam their hands way forward toward their left leg, and the shaft angle is leaning so far forward that the angle of the club face, that whatever club they've chosen, the angle of the club face is less, but the leading edge is down. And in this leading edge being down, they also are going to top it and skull it. And they're also going to chunk it because the ball is also so far back in the swing. Now, when I say it's back in the swing, John, you said, well, wait a second. You were just talking about stance. It's over there behind the right foot into the back foot and by the back shoulder. But that's the part of the swing that's more up to down. Yeah. The part that's more level is the closer to the left side, the front side. It's moving from up to down. the low point of the swing is closer to the left shoulder so it's more level to the surface less down on an angle than it is on the backside so the farther back we put it the more steep the swing now if you combine an up to down swing with a leading edge pointed down and, and hands that are jammed forward and wrists that are forward the wrists that are forward actually hinge up cock the club up even more so the arms and and wrists are lifting the club even steeper Mm -hmm. and then putting it down at a steeper angle. And then that leading edge is moving downward into a golf ball, man, that's trouble. That's where you top it. That's where you fat it. Yeah. John, you used to have that shot. Thank gosh you don't anymore.
1: I know that's right. I was watching a uh, PGA tournament a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago now. And uh, a guy, I watched a guy set up just like that. And I remember thinking to myself, man, if I set up like that still, I would chunk that shot. And guess what this PGA professional did? He chunked it. He chunked it. Yeah. He
2: certainly did. It went about two feet and yeah. was like, whoa, he needs to talk to Jeff. It, you know what? And and those guys are really good. Yeah. Yeah. They actually practice. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. and And that still happens. So what's the solution to that? You know, what I like to tell people is understanding the bottom of their club is what they really want to have coming into the ball and surf, you know, skimming the surface, so to speak. So I'll have them put the ball a little front of center. Mm -hmm. I'll have them put their nose right in line with the golf ball because we're looking for the club to get down to the bottom of the golf ball because we still want it moving downward. We sure don't want that leading edge upward into a golf ball. We'll just scull it. Right. So, But but John, it doesn't need to be 10 degrees down. Yeah. It could still be one degree down, so shallow. Down. Yeah. It's still going down, but yeah. it's only, you know, like one degree. It's right. really shallow skimming. You know, I think that people have this thought of, well, I'm supposed to hit down on the golf ball. Guess what? Anything that is moving still down, it, albeit really shadow, shallow, shallow, mm-hmm. one degree down is still down. Mm-hmm. We are moving the club down below the golf ball, but we're certainly not having the leading edge moving upward into the golf ball. By putting the ball even front of center by a little bit and putting your nose in line with it, you shallow the club out. It skims on the ground using the sole plate of the club and just slides right under there. And you don't skull it and you don't hit it fat.
1: And you, and you know what's really funny? You know, those little things in, in the, the face of the, of your wedge. They're called grooves. Yeah. They, you know, and you keep them clean and you know what happens? It's like magic, man. It puts spin on the ball.
2: Isn't
1: that amazing? It's funny and personal experience. Got to tell you, anecdotally speaking, Jeff, first time, I'm sitting here, he says, put the ball in the middle. I'm going, no, that's not what I've been told, low these many years. And he basically said, forget what you've been told, forget what you've seen, just shut up and put the ball in the middle of your stance. And I did. And he said, now swing. And I did. And man, the ball. Flew up in the air a little bit, it hit the green, it kind of checked up and then rolled a little bit, and I went, oh, it's a miracle.
2: I had my little pixie dust, and I sprinkled it upon you and it was
1: fun. I tell you, you there was what? nothing more fun than hitting it right and watching it do what it's supposed to do
2: and the fun part about it for me was I got to tell you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. John, shut up and do it. <laughs> you know, the truth is, though, there's a, there, I mean, th- that method, uh, that I was telling you about before is not terrible except when you exaggerate it. Mm-hmm. A, a long time ago, there was a wizard uh, of a putting or uh, a short game guy named Paul Runyon. And, and that shot, Paul Runyon became famous for having one of the best short games around. And when greens back then were so slow, the best shot to use was a lower bumping and running shot. And Mm -hmm. he was the absolute master of masters. He taught people this shot. The problem with it is that two things changed. When Paul taught it, the greens were very slow. So you needed that shot to roll out, Right. right? Right. So the greens got a lot faster and more severe. So we need more spin and we need more trajectory help to stop our ball next to the hole. So we need a different shot for that. But the other part is that people exaggerate that style. Paul Runyon did not put his ball way off the right shoulder, his back shoulder outside his right foot. He didn't. It was back of center, and his hands were also not jammed forward, way forward of center. Yeah. The thing is is that people exaggerate something, and it changes the angles to a dramatic fashion. Yeah. So it isn't that the Paul Runyon bump and run shot is a bad shot. I'm not saying that, What I'm saying is so many people exaggerate these things that they make it a bad motion. Yeah. They can't seem to perform it in an exaggerated fashion. It's just that simple.
1: And one one of the other questions that many of us amateurs have is, you know, I've got four wedges in my bag. How do I decide which one to use?
2: Well, sometimes the shot dictates that. Sometimes you you have to go really short and you need a little bit of spin, in which case you're going to want one of those higher lofted ones mm-hmm. but you got to be careful you don't take a higher lofted club and then flip it open and expose the leading edge again that's yeah. a problem yeah right you know, and people go oh wait but i see the pros do that yeah the pros also grind off the back of their wedges so they can have that flipped open <laughs> a little bit and they don't raise the leading edge so let's yeah. let's be aware of that
1: yeah And also what you need to do, and I hate to bring this up, it's, it's you know, nothing worse than a reformed drunk I have always heard. However, you need to practice. You need to go out to, you know, your backyard maybe and just put a, a basket or some sort of a target and just see with the same swing and the same ball position where your ball winds up with different wedges.
2: So okay, you get an idea. I wrote this day and time down right now <laughs> because not only has the non-practicing Don Ashton, the I don't have time to practice guy, not only has he taken the big leap to actually practice some, but on this radio show here and now, folks, you have just heard this guy actually promote practice <laughs> this is a true miracle. It's a new I year, think the man. <laughs> pic, I think the pixie dust that I sprinkled upon you has got into your brain. <laughs> have, have you snorted some of that pixie dust? Is that what happened?
1: No, what I did is I started beating people I never beat before. And I said, you know, Jeff may have something here with this practice idea. You know? Let's try it. Let's give it a try. And it actually works. I know, man. I know. It's almost like you know what you're talking about. You should win an award or something.
2: Mark this down, folks. (laughs) Write it down. This is the day. Wow. (laughs) This is like Easter. (laughs) I hope
1: Jeff will agree with me. But what I'm going to say is when we come back, I am going to tell you, now that we're away from the green and we're working our way through the fairway back to the T, that there is one thing. And only, only one thing that you need to keep in mind to make sure that you can get to a position where your improved chipping and putting is going to make lower scores for you.
2: I'm going to disagree just to be contrarian.
1: nothing just nothing because. less would be expected from you we are those weekend golf guys check us out those weekend you want to see the video of what we're doing right here we've got it for you facebook.com slash golf guys check it out hang out with us because we will be right back